Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman on Wednesday. There's a police evidence auction featuring comic books, collectibles, iPhones, and Samsung Galaxy phones. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. And by the way, that auction is open right now. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Good for Colorado and Deion Sanders. Getting the top offensive tackle in the country. Kid's name is Jordan Seaton. This really came out of nowhere. Uh, Colorado was on his list. Uh, that list got narrowed down to six teams earlier this week. And then yesterday he goes on national television, pulls out a Colorado hat and says, hey, I am going to Colorado. Let's start with that. This is as big of a coup as you can make the case Colorado has ever had. Yeah. This is the third highest ranked recruit in the history of the program when it comes to how these kids are evaluated. Yeah. And, and you're swimming in the same stream as Alabama. Ohio State, Oregon. I mean, you are in some rarefied air when you're in on a kid like this. Now, there are no guarantees, and he's got a long way to go, but he's a five-star guy. He's been well-vetted from a talent standpoint for where he is now at this particular time, and we'll see how it goes. But it is a very, it's a triumphant day for the CU football program which needed a day like this, quite frankly. Yes. And we're what, what are we, about 10, 12 days now? 11, 9 days, something like that, from the uh, from the first signing period. So you hope you can get this kid in, get him signed, and off you go. A couple of other things that he said. One was a little, more than a little head scratching, but something else we didn't bring up in the first hour of the show. He said, I have two Heisman candidates to play with in Shadur and Travis, and he's right. Mm-hmm. But it's for one season. That's it. One season. I don't know if I'm committing to a place to play with a couple of guys for one year, two years, three years. He's going to get one year with these guys. But then he added. Yeah, man. And if you ain't rocking with us and you say you're a dog and you, you claim you're a dog, why are you not coming to Colorado? There you go. Why are you not helping somebody who look like you? Yeah, I didn't need that. That, that My own personal preference. I, I, I don't. The race card is, is I don't like the race card being played in any circumstances, well, uh, to be really honest with you. So, um, and, and, and so it was the one thing that was offsetting for me about the, about the whole thing. Well, he'll fit in perfectly with Deion Sanders because Deion Sanders likes to throw the race card in there too. So they're, they're kindred spirits. And this is what I mean. What did Deion Sanders say after the Nebraska win? Y'all don't like successful black men. How do you like me now? He said that after the Nebraska game. And I had challenges with that as well. Everything There's enough racism in this country where we don't have to, for lack of a better phrase, fabricate it in our own minds and throw it out there as a reason why I need to show you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I it mean, does. After the, yeah. T, after the TCU game, we coming, we coming, we're here. 
you know, do you believe Edward or do you believe that after the Nebraska game, well, you just don't like a, a, a black man who is full of bravado and energy and charisma. No, I don't have a problem with it. No, of course I'm just, not. I'm just kind of tired of you talking about yourself. That's what I'm tired of. But then with what this kid said, and I'll read the quote again. If you ain't rocking with us and you claim you're a dog, why aren't you coming to Colorado? Well, maybe because those kids aren't offered the same amount of money that you were offered. Which is the way that the game is played now. And, and so that's part of that's part of what you sign up for. So if you go play for a white coach, you're not a dog. You got to come to Colorado because he's a guy that looks like you and me. So you're not a dog. I am because I'm playing for a guy that looks like me. But let's not forget he's getting paid a ton of money. Sure. And you're telling other kids they're not dogs because they're not playing here. Well, no, I don't. No, they're, they're, they're not. They're not getting the same money that you're getting. And let's be honest. Would you have come here to play with a guy that looks like you if you were offered nothing? No. No. no well, not in this day and age. That'd be kind of bad business, wouldn't it? it? And, and and some people said to me, "Well, he wants to come here for two reasons: because he got paid what he wanted, I mm-hmm. guess, and because." He wants to play for another black man. Both of those things can be true at the same mm-hmm. time. But to say to other people, it has to be true for you too, that that's what doesn't add up for me. Well, yeah. that you're not a dog if you don't play for a guy who looks like you. Well, and I know I'm beating this down, and I get it, but I found it to be incredibly off-putting like you. But the point is, would you have done this if you didn't get paid? Well, probably and, not. I mean, you know, well, that, then, that's then, the world. That's then, the world we live in. Then don't tell other well, people they're I mean, not dogs. I hear you. That's a, that's a that's a teenager's lack of experience, probably, and 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 probably uh, the range of view. I, he probably he's not there yet. I, I I give him the benefit of the doubt, but. That's the way it is now. I mean, if you don't have the money, you're not getting players in college football, period. With, with that, Max Torres, one of the top recruiting insiders in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, also writes for the Oregon Ducks, tweeted maybe a couple of hours after the announcement that Seaton's coming to Colorado. this was interesting. The timing was interesting. Saying he's hearing. I haven't seen anything that has changed as of this morning that um, Seaton still has an official visit on the calendar to Oregon. Hmm. We're two weeks away from the official sign. Once you sign, then you're 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 in. Now, sometimes you can get out of it, but very rarely. Not not often. We are two weeks before the signing period. I find his timing interesting. That he got the money that he probably wanted from Colorado. He went on national television to talk to everybody about it. I'm wondering if he's basically saying, "I I'm very happy going here. I'm very comfortable going to Colorado." But you still have two weeks to up your bid. Could be. Don't know. Don't know what the motivation of the kid is. I think his motivation is to get paid and play in a program that he thinks that he can play in, be successful in, and have a chance to win in. I think that he's probably very honest about playing for a guy like Deion Sanders, who would be attractive to anyone. Right. White, black, red, green, purple, blue. I don't care. Deion Sanders is a remarkable unique talent. He has done things that are that no other person before him or since him has done. I, I get it. As a player. 
as a player. He's still on the come as a coach. And those are chapters that have yet to be written about him as a coach. I mean, to his credit, Deion Sanders' credit, I don't care who's coaching here. Seton would not have even considered Colorado. What five-star recruit, best offensive tackle in the country, would even consider Colorado a team that was 4-8 and last year? No one. That is the pull of Deion Sanders. Yeah, and it doesn't happen without that pull. There's no question. Colorado's a fantastic place, gorgeous facilities, unbelievable campus, the flat irons, everything about it is unbelievable. But that's not enough in this day and age. You got to be able to win. You got to be able to entice players with with cash on the barrel head. And you've got to have a reason for them to want to sign up. And the reason is Deion Sanders. I agree. But let's be truthful about getting back to this kid's comment. Mm -hmm. I can see why he wants to play for a coach that looks like him. Unfortunately, when he walks around town, he's not going to see very many people that look like him. Well, that's okay. We can all assimilate. Oh, I know. Well, that, that's what we hope we can all yeah, do I mean, together. I mean, that's the goal is assimilation, right. right? Coming up after the break, Todd Level Davis, on. Super Bowl champ. What does he think about the Broncos' chances going to Los Angeles and winning for the first time at SoFi Stadium? And that's against the Rams and the Chargers. Yeah. That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's a police evidence auction featuring comic books, collectibles, iPhones, Samsung Galaxy phones, gym equipment, electronics, and more. Bidding has started at RollerAuction.com. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Castle Rock Men's Health. They have two locations, one in Castle Rock, one in Aurora. There are a lot of chop shops out there, meaning they start peddling testosterone. They make you feel insecure about ED. When you go to Castle Rock Men's Health, you meet with Dr. Lee, and I got to tell you something. I honestly trust him as much as I trust my own internist, and that is quite a statement because I really like my internist. But we go over my blood work often. He makes sure that I'm in optimal health, whether it is testosterone, estrogen blockers, B12, anything. He really takes the time to go over everything with me to make sure, for lack of a better phrase, that all my chemicals are balanced. Because as you get older, you become more unbalanced, whether it is your fault or not. It's usually <laughs> DNA, right? Right. So he makes sure you are where you need to be, but he takes the time to make sure you are where you are. He is so good at what he does. Don't go to those places that make you feel pressured and insecure. I feel like when I go to him, I'm going to my doctor. And that's who Dr. Lee is. 
at Castle Rock Men's Health. Again, you can find them in Castle Rock or Aurora or go to crmenshealth.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health in Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health. Okay, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in our friend Todd Davis. His uh, segment is brought to you by the Davis Fund. He joins us every Friday on the show. Good morning, Todd. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Doing good. Uh, One of the hot topics of conversation this past week, or this week, I should say, has been in the Houston game where Jerry Judy was open more than a few times. And even Sean Payton addressed that. And this has been, quite frankly, addressed a lot during this season. Is there a concern that Russell Wilson, generally speaking, is relying too much on Cortland Sutton and not scanning the field enough to see guys who, quite frankly, you can see are open? I definitely think he needs to uh, see the guys that are wide open, especially Jerry Judy. Don't think he's relying on Cortland too much. Um, We're not throwing the ball a ton, so I think Cortland is getting the right amount of catches. I just feel like he needs to, you know, have Jerry Judy be the number one read on a couple of plays so that he makes sure that he includes him um, in the passing game because he's so wide open. He would help everybody's stats. He would help the team win games. Um, he's such a dynamic player. It seems night and day from when this season started and all the issues, quote-unquote issues, that were going on with Jerry Judy. Now everybody wants him to get the ball, but he's been the same player. He's been getting open. So I hope that, you know, the Russell Wilson and his offense finds a way to get him the ball this next game. Todd, tell me if this is an overstatement, because to me, this is finally when we find out if you are getting value in your investment on Russell Wilson. Russ is a $50 million quarterback. He's here because of these moments, being able to deliver in these moments. The Broncos, yes, are still on the outside looking in as the number nine seed in a seven-horse race for the playoffs in the AFC. But they have a very real path in front of them that can get them into the playoffs. Is it just one of those moments of truth in particular for Russell Wilson this weekend in L.A.? Absolutely. I think that this is a big time for us uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I don't feel like the, the Broncos, especially Sean Payton, are completely sold on him being the future of this team, being the quarterback moving forward. So I think it's important uh, for him to show the team that he contributes more than just uh, a rookie quarterback could do or they just rely on the running game. Like, no, we need actually Russell Wilson, uh, the man to come in and make plays. Then also for this team moving forward, I think guys in the locker room, um, they have faith in Russ, but I think they want to see him execute at a high level. They know he's a vet, Super Bowl winning quarterback. They want to see him, you know, make the spectacular play. So it's important that he makes plays this weekend to keep the guys bought in. You just said that you're not sure if the Broncos are sold on Russell Wilson. I agree with you. Yeah, I do too. As a guy who played in this league for a long time, you won a Super Bowl, playing against quarterbacks. Are you sold right now on Russell Wilson being the quarterback moving forward? You? No, I'm not. And I'll tell you why. Because I feel like, you know, this last game was the first time that the defense didn't have three or more turnovers in this winning streak that they've had, and we lost. Uh, so that means that maybe the defense is more important than, quote-unquote, our quarterback. And so I feel like he needs to do more as far as passing yards, um, making big plays and execution for me to really feel like 
he is the quarterback we need moving forward because right now we're still heavily relying on the offensive line and the running game more than it is Russell Wilson. This is Javante Williams and Maje Pirine um, show, and so I think Russ adds to it, but he's not the main focus. And for $50 million a year, you need to be the main guy, you need to be the main focus of the offense. I know what I'm about to say to you is a hypothetical, but then again, I'm the one asking the question. The Broncos have five more games to evaluate Russell Wilson. If they didn't, and they had to make a decision today, and you were the one making that decision, what decision would you make today, snapshot of today, on Russell Wilson? Would he be your quarterback moving forward? I think if it was today, today. I think I would have to say yes because of where we are in the draft and you know the, the quarterback free agency. Now, if we don't do well these next couple games, we lose you. We'll be in a much better position to draft a good quarterback in the first round. And then I would say no. But as of right now, I don't think our draft stock, as well as the free agent quarterbacks, would do any better than Russ is doing right now. Where does the improvement come in the passing game? Eric's already asked the question about, well, you got to have vision on the field. And clearly that is right. You've got to be able to process. You've got to be able to read your progressions. You've got to have enough time in the pocket to read those progressions. That's been an, an, an issue at various times this season. What do you really want to see Russ do this weekend that you think he is immediately able to do to improve the passing game, which I think they clearly are going to need, not necessarily to win this game, but to reach the playoffs and be a playoff football team? You know, I think the game plan the last couple of weeks has been, you know, trying to get first downs, continue to move the ball down the field and have long drives. So he's been scrambling to find check downs. So Maje, you know, four or five yards from the line of scrimmage. Uh, other wide receivers really close to the line of scrimmage to be able to extend drives. So for Russ to be able to get better, I feel like he needs to scramble to find the big plays, the Jerry Judy, the Marvin Mims. And when he does find those opportunities, he can't underthrow them or overthrow them. But I think that's something that he has in his repertoire right now that he can, he can start to use this week to really help benefit this team's passing game. We're talking with Todd Davis. Segment brought to you by the Davis Fund. He joins us every Friday on the show. I'm going to take a hard right turn here. There's certainly been a lot of chatter, and it feels like every NFL game, about the officiating on the way the games are called. Roger Goodell, hypothetically speaking, calls you and says, Todd, you can come in and make all the decisions on how to improve the officiating. You got a blank canvas, my friend, that that you're getting. What would you do to improve and make the officiating better? I would make the league not as soft. I would definitely protect the players, but um, first and foremost, I would, you know, strip the quarterbacks a lot of their rights. I mean, you can't barely touch a quarterback, and even when he's scrambling, if you even touch him, it becomes a problem. Um, I think targeting, every targeting call has to be reviewed. Um, and if there's any shoulder first contact, then, you know, those, those are getting picked up. Um, basically, I would make the changes to benefit the defense a little bit more, make it more of a balanced game. All the, all the calls and all the penalties right now all go towards the offensive side of the ball and helping them extend drives and score more points because we all know that's what sells tickets and brings fans to the stadium. But I'm all about, you know, good football. And just to me right now, it seems very soft and it doesn't feel like good football. But is it going to be good football if quarterbacks keep going down? I mean, let's be honest here. Was anybody truly excited to watch the Steelers 
against the Patriots yesterday. God, how about that? With the two quarterbacks that they rolled out, I understand nearly 40 points was, you know, put on the board. But if you don't protect the – and I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't disagree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Quarterbacks are going down fast. A lot of starting quarterbacks have gone down this year. And if you don't protect the quarterback and you keep losing your starting quarterbacks, yes, you will get – you're still going to wind up getting ratings. And I understand that. However, the games really won't be as entertaining. And really, isn't that what this is about? Yes, in my opinion, I feel like, you know, quarterbacks in the in the past with the former CBA and the former rules, um, they did get hurt, but, you know, not at the same rate. I feel like, you know, at some in some ways you need to prepare your body to take hits, to get tackled, you need to learn how to fall. If you've never taken a hit or you never have to be worried um, on how to take a hit when it does come, um, your body goes into shock and you may, you know, be mm. more injured or prone to injury if you get hit one time after never getting hit, um, you know, 16 games of the season so i think it's i think it's all about the you know a sign of the times man like if these quarterbacks even get touched now now they're injured we need to toughen everybody up (laughs) i love it man i love it it, you're damn right buddy all right todd i'm curious about this as a guy that has played at the highest level and played well at the highest level where is your level of confidence for a football team right now that yes is coming off a loss albeit their first one in nearly two months, and a team that really is five and one in their last six games. Yet, here I am asking you still a question about where's your level of confidence with this football team? How sure are you about this football team and their ability to handle things down the stretch where I think all of us can agree or come close to agreeing that they probably need to go four and one in this five-game stretch to reach the playoffs. Where is your level of confidence with this football team at this point? You know, I, put, I actually feel very confident because, you know, this game we lost, we, we threw turn, three turnovers and we didn't have any, and we still were only eight yards away from the win. Um, we had the game one and, you know, we made a bad decision in the end, but if you can really have a, a wide margin of error, and I feel like that's what the Broncos are, are gaining right now is that, they can make some mistakes. They can have some bad plays. And at the end of the game, they're still going to be in a position to possibly win the game. So I think if we can limit the mistakes this week, get back to having just a couple turnovers, one or two, it puts our team in a really good position to get a win. So um, I'm excited. I think they're going to do a great job. And the Houston Texans were a phenomenal football team. Um, really, really good players, really, really good passing um, attacks. So I think they held their own. But I think it's, they're in a good position to really make a run these last five games. Uh, how do people find uh, the uh, Davis Fund, and what's it all about? You almost forgot the name, man. Uh, the, the Davis da- Fund. It's a real estate development firm. Why do you got to call me out like that, really? Well, his phone was bleeping when he, <laughs> my, my, when he was my talking. Wife, my wife Jeez. was texting me That's nice. just as you said that. The Davis Fund. Uh, you know what I think I need to do? I think uh, I need to write that on the chalkboard 100 times. The, I will not forget the Davis Fund. Yeah, the like go to the corner right now. <laughs> And pay your penance. Tell us about the Davis Fund, <laughs> Todd Davis. Yeah, the so Davis Fund is a, is a real estate development firm out here in Colorado, and we focus on workforce housing, low-income housing, and also uh, for-profit housing. So we build spec homes, townhomes. Got a couple of projects going right now in Sloan's Lake and Lakewood. Um, and yeah, we just want to continue to make this beautiful city more beautiful. And if people want to get involved, what do they do to help you out? 
best the best way is to contact me at Todd Davis. Email me at Todd Davis at the Davisfund.com. Reach out. We would love to get connected um, and show you what we have going on. Getting ready to walk into the gym and get all pumped up. I'm here. I've been I, I take a break from my workouts, you know, but I'm here. <laughs> I usually just see you walking around on your phone. I rarely see you working out. Oh, really? Well, you might want to look at the after product. It's pretty obvious he's getting his workouts. Well, when did you become Todd's like big defender? I, I appreciate Todd's ability to stay after it and look like he could still walk into a locker room, put on a uniform, and play. Todd, do you have do you have an agent right now? Because if you don't, I know somebody who's willing to represent you. I'll take care of you, Todd. I know you will. I'm ready to sign the paperwork. Put it together. Let's do it. Todd, have a great weekend, my friend. Good man. Uh, all right, guys, have a good one. All right, we'll talk to you later. Coming up after the break, a lot of great matchups this weekend mm. in the NFL. A lot of them affecting the Broncos for sure. We'll get into those next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's a police evidence auction featuring comic books, collectibles, iPhones, Samsung Galaxy phones, gym equipment, electronics, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. This auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to RollerAuction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. A lot of great NFL matchups, including a bunch of them of interest to the Broncos' playoff chances. With that, here are the games. Colts at the Bengals, Jaguars at the Browns, Texans at the Jets, Bills at the Chiefs. Which one do the Broncos need to fall their way? Oh, I think that you need to start reeling in Indianapolis maybe at some point, right? I mean... But I think things are set up nicely for the Broncos. Don't you? No. No? Not necessarily. I mean. And, and I would disagree on the game you picked. I can agree with it. Mm-hmm. Because it makes sense. Your point is well taken. Because you're really not gaining. You're gaining and you're losing in that one. Because both the Colts and the Bengals are in the mix. That's fair. You need the Jaguars to beat the Browns. Yeah, you do. That's the most important game. Because if the Browns fall to 7-6. and six, and the Broncos win, then you've got them. You've jumped them. Yep. You've You've immediately jumped them. If the Colts win, you still haven't jumped them. Yeah, you're right. And the Bengals have a long way to go to catch up winning conference games. Mm -hmm. It's the Browns game that you really need. You really needed Trevor Lawrence out there. Reel them in, reel them in one at a time. If you, if you can wake up, here's the deal. 
if you can wake up as the eighth seed instead of the ninth seed yep. on Monday or Tuesday, whenever the games are done, you have had a damn good week. The Broncos' playoff chances do not go up exponentially. Mm-mm. If they win, the Colts lose, the Texans lose, and the Bills win. They don't go up exponentially because they have the tie break over the Bills. The Texans have the tie break over them. The Colts have the tie break over them. It's the Browns game that you will immediately make a jump. You will not make a jump over the Colts. Nope. You will not make a jump over the Texans. And with the Bills, you already have them. All right, there you go. Jaguars at Browns. I thought it was interesting that Lawrence is apparently back and doing some work on field. Right. Not counting on him to be ready to go, but interesting. All of us as NFL fans enjoy watching games pretty much no matter what game is on. Right. right? Sure. But as we get to this point of the season, is there an extra interest on your part when you have a team in the hunt? No question. It's like you watch your own game and other games you watch for fun. In this case, you have the Broncos game and four other games in which you have a rooting interest. No question. It makes it so much more... You are scoreboard watching. It's awesome. It's fantastic. And it's um and you you're thankful for being in that position. You're thankful for the Broncos. If you're in Broncos country right now, and you can still split hairs on all of the things going on, the future of Russell Wilson. I hear you. And those are all very real conversations. But you know what? On Sunday, it's about taking another step to getting somewhere where you haven't been in eight years. If the Broncos are sitting at four and eight right now, oh. if you don't watch the game, even if you're a Broncos fan, okay, that's fine. Other games mean nothing. Because they are sitting at six and six, you have five games you want to watch. You can't watch all five anyway because some conflict from when the Broncos sure. play, right? But you're paying attention to them. So you have five games as opposed to their four and eight, and you have zero games. Here's what I meant about where the Broncos are because you're right when you're sitting there at the nine in the nine hole and you need to be in the seven, you still got a lot of ground to make up, but you've got five weeks to do it. And we've talked about this a lot this week. Look at the teams they're chasing and the talent that they have at their disposal. The Browns are playing with basically now a fourth string quarterback. Right. Um, the Jaguars are now. You're not really chasing the Jaguars, but you get my point. There are teams. The Colts are playing with Gardner Minshew. Um, They've been playing with him for a while. Right. But I mean, but you're playing. There's a lot of teams ahead of you right now that are right within your, right in your realm, that are playing with backups. Right. Here's something else. When you look at the schedule moving forward. If you want to throw the Chargers in there, that's fine, but I wouldn't throw them in there. If you are another team looking at the Broncos as a threat to knocking your team out of the playoffs, there isn't one game on the schedule here that is going to help you. Meaning, if the Broncos lose, they lose. But when you look at the other schedules, you have the Colts playing the Texans. Right. You're going to win either way. Right. You have a lot of those games on the schedule moving forward. If you're a Broncos fan, one team wins, okay, but the other team loses, that's going to help you. 
The Broncos have none of those. Yeah, they really don't. Um, I guess the Chargers could pull themselves up to that. They're not. They're they're not. No, no one's going to look at the Chargers and say, "Wow, um, that that's a that's a win and a loss." Generally speaking, yeah, right. They're going to have to go on a run. Yeah, yeah, because because they'd be far enough behind. Yeah, that 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 is correct. But no, absolutely, it's a it is the most compelling weekend of the season. Will next week be the most compelling? Could very well be Absolutely. if you win. Yeah. If you win. Yeah, if they lose and they lose another conference game. Yeah, then then it's prob then, then you're you're on your your chances are ice. really slim because it's about the conference game. Sure. If you beat Detroit, wow, that's great. You beat Detroit, but it's still not a conference yeah. win. You need to win AFC games. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? The Steelers laid another egg on their home field for the second week in a row, and we'll discuss the four Heisman finalists with the ceremony set for tomorrow evening. That's all next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's a police evidence auction featuring comic books, collectibles, iPhones, Samsung Galaxy phones, gym equipment, electronics, and more. The bidding is open right now at RollerAuction.com. And if you want to get involved and get upcoming notifications, go to RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, the holidays are coming up. Most people are going to have people over for Christmas. Do you really want to do all the cooking? Or do you want to have somebody do the cooking for you at the highest of levels, my recommendation, Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew. With that, I want to bring in Dave from Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Good morning, Eric. So let's talk about Christmas Day. It's a big dinner, just like Thanksgiving is a big dinner, but some people don't want to cook. What kind of things can you do for people that want to cater in from you? Well, we're putting together some great specials. Uh, we'll have them listed on our website, which I'll list at the end of our uh, our talk here. But uh, we're going to be doing uh, prime ribs. We've got whole turkey, spiral hams, turkey by the pound. Uh, we, we, we've got you covered from, from appetizers to desserts. So what kind of things besides those things that you mentioned, let's say you're putting together, and everything is great on your menu, but let's say you're putting together meats, sides and desserts what kind of package would you recommend that pretty much has something for everyone well i mean i'm excited about our our prime ribs that we're doing so i'd love to do we can do a half a prime rib or a whole prime rib i mean we can feed anywhere i mean we'll we'll take care of any size group you have um and then we'll put together we 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 can put together how many sides you want Uh, we've got green beans mashed potatoes and gravy Southern corn bake, spice apples. I mean, we, we, we've got it all covered. With the prime rib, we're going to give you our uh, homemade horsey sauce. We've got fresh au jus for it. Um, so we're real excited about that. But uh, if you don't want that protein, we've got uh, smoked whole turkeys. 
spiral hams. Uh, we can do that same kind of package with that as well. Now, what are your hours leading up to Christmas so people can pick stuff up? Uh, Christmas Eve, um, I let my staff go home early, so we'll be open until about 3 o'clock Christmas Eve, and we'll be closed Christmas Day. We serve everything chilled, and we'll give you reheating instructions, and it'll come back perfect. Okay. Now, crazy question. What if somebody just wants really good gravy? Can they just come in and buy really good gravy? Absolutely. We can We can sell you vats of our homemade uh, sausage gravy. It's, it's, it's fantastic on any anything you put it on. Do you have anything non-sausage-based? Now, notice I'm kind of narrowing this down because I love to cook, as you know. Mm. I'm awful at making gravy. The problem is my father doesn't eat meat. So ah, do you have an exactly. option for non-sausage gravy? You know, we can definitely put something together for you. Um, we don't have a, a non meat gravy in-house, but uh, we're very talented, and we can definitely do that. We, we can meet most dietary needs. Okay. How do people find you if they want to do something for Christmas and they don't feel like the cooking? Uh, check us out on our website, smokingdavesbbq.com. List all of our hours, locations. Give us a call. Let us uh, you know, talk to one of our, our managers, and we'll put together a fantastic package for you. We can answer any of your questions and Get everything ready for you. See, all you have to do is relax. And everything is on the website on things that you can order specifically for Christmas. Absolutely, yeah. We, we just put out our new flyer, and it'll be listed on our website as we speak. Dave, thanks so much. Happy holidays. We'll talk to you after the first of the year. Same to you, Eric. Take care. See you. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Alrighty, just in case you missed it, the Patriots went into Pittsburgh and stole one on the road over the Steelers 21-18. So in back-to-back home games five days apart, the Steelers lost to the 3-10 Cardinals and the 3-10 Patriots. They are currently 7-6. The Chicago Bears can thank the Steelers as they have all but locked up the number one overall pick as the Panthers now have at least uh, two fewer wins than every other NFL team. Thoughts on the Steelers losing another one at home? Nah, just another one that was closer to the Broncos losing a football game. I mean, I, that's how I looked at it last night. Pennies from heaven. Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the NFL. And if the Steelers are foolish enough to let him go, teams will be jumping all over themselves to get him. However, maybe for one of the first times in his history as a head coach, he is being criticized and rightfully so. Because right. of? Because of losing to the Cardinals, then losing to the Patriots, as they were in a really good position to challenge for the top spot in the AFC. Did, did you what did you think of the reaction that Mitchell Trubisky got from the from the home crowd? You talk about they'd have cut him no slack from jump street last night. They were booing him off the field. I mean it was like it was almost uncomfortable watching him. And then he got the touchdown after the what was the block punt. I, I I'm getting I was kind of in and out on the game, so he got him back to within 21-18. Uh, 
and people were finally starting to come around to him a little bit. But, man, you talk about a guy that has fallen far and mightily. Oh, he... Mitchell Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky was starting to fall probably like game three with the Bears. Yeah, you're right. He was. I don't know if he ever ascended after that. God. All righty. The Heisman Trophy ceremony is set for tomorrow evening in New York City. The four finalists are LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, Oregon QB Bo Nix, Washington QB Michael Penix Jr., and Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, four of the last five Heisman winners who have entered the NFL draft have gone on to be the number one overall pick. Jaden Daniels is the heavy heavy betting favorite to win at 14-1. to one. Any thoughts on the four finalists? That's who I would vote for, and I voted on the Heisman for like 12 years. Not that that gives me any great insight, but... I was a Heisman voter. His body of work and the way that he has done it consistently throughout the season would uh, put him slightly ahead of Bo Nix for me. That's just kind of how I view it. But, yeah. And I don't think he'll be the first player taken in the draft. So, here we go. I'd give it to Penix. There's no reason not to. 12-0 or 13-0. Yeah. I mean, the best player of those four moving forward is Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, yes. He. Yes. So, my question, who's who's the best player in the country? Period. Who's the best player in the country? I don't... I think it's hard... Well, it would be a quarterback for me, but... No, no, no. Who's the best player in the country? Who's the best player in the country? That's all I'm asking. Position aside, who's the best player in the country? Probably Marvin Harrison, I'd say. Then, then, then he should win. Daniels, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, it, it's that dude is. If you've been paying attention, that dude has just been unbelievable. I, the guy I would like would be if I had a quarterback, Marvin Harrison, Jr. Without question. Right. Without oh, so question. That, that was I going to want liquor. Just in case you missed it, Happy Hanukkah. That's why the reason why I'm saying that is all kosher wines right now. Are fifteen percent, and we are in Hanukkah now. We are we? in Hanukkah. Well, there we go. Welcome to my world. We are in Hanukkah. We've welcome already, to my world. We've already lit one candle. Won't we have seven you more to come go. Come on in. If you want to enjoy the weekend with a cocktail, craft beer? I do. Maybe a spirit. Go to Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You can find them off of Colfax. Order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Guys, great job all week, Gordon and Alex. Same with you, Bruce. Make it the best possible weekend you can.